everyone. It's time for Radio Trivia Podcast Edition. I am your host, Michael T.Y.P. Cole. With us, we have, I believe, a new guest, but he's uh, he's the new fearless leader, uh, John Reardon. Hello. Hello. I'm sure you know from various videos, mostly involving Star Fox. Yes, 90% Star Fox. <laughs> well, it's good news for you, because uh, we're recording this uh, less than a week away from E3, which... If the rumors are to be believed, we will see a new Star Fox game. Hopefully. We'll see. Hey, I, I, if it's uh, what the rumors are, I, I think it'll turn out pretty well. I, I yeah, don't care it, about the it could be. It could be cool. If, if yeah. it's not a real game, Nintendo should make it a real game. Yep. <laughs> All right. So uh, it's the usual drill, guys. It's uh, five games, three songs per game. Your job as the listener is to figure out the, so- uh, figure out the game based on the music. Uh, we do have hint questions. John, uh, I think I used three of his requests, so he's not quite playing along, but there are two that he doesn't know. So, uh, with that, let's just uh, get going.
Such a good soundtrack. Very calming music there, which I, I think you kind of need in this game. It is, yeah, it's it's super relaxing. You could go to sleep to it. Well, we got two more songs here. We'll get a hint question after the second one. more upbeat with that one yeah I feel, I feel like we should be busting out the limbo stick there <laughs> well here is the hint question how can your bird companion prevent you from falling off an edge in this game hmm
I'll bet a lot of the people who don't know this game can at least guess the composer. Yeah, that third song in particular um, definitely uh, will remind people of another franchise. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What game is this? This is Snake Pass, which, of course, the composer is uh, David Wise of Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that last song's interesting because it like starts off kind of reminding me of like that cave song from the original Donkey Kong Country. Mm-hmm. And then it gets much bubblier. So, yeah, yeah. He he definitely he has a sound that like I I was actually thinking during that song that I there's just no other composer that sounds like him. Mm-hmm. He's he's very recognizable. Yeah, I mean, even going back to Super Nintendo game, and then you, you listen to this, it's like okay, you can kind of trace. And there's more mm-hmm. jazz and pan flute in there, but yeah, well, I mean, it sounds it sounds a lot like Tropical Freeze. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Which is, is more or less a contemporary game with this one. Yeah, um, it came out before and after <laughs> this game. <laughs> um, yeah. So so uh, there was a hint question about uh, Bird Companion, um, and uh, I assume you know the answer to this, right? I, I barely played it. It sounds like you played more of it than me. Yeah, he uh, he can grab onto your tail and uh, yeah. and lift you up. Yeah, this this is a weird game. Yeah, it, it's like a weird. It, it, have you played Captain Toad? Yeah, I actually played a little bit of this game at Johnny's place. Um, okay. Uh, so so I, I played a couple. Well, maybe I played part of the level. I. I the control scheme just requires a lot of getting used to. And it does. It's I, I very it's weird. For it. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, so the, the concept for anyone who isn't familiar with this game, I think it had pretty good publicity. But if you're not aware, it, you're playing as a snake named Noodle, I think. Noodle. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this, the bird friend is named Doodle, I think. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and uh, you're slithering around, so they, they focus a lot on the kind of simulating snake mechanics. So, you know, you've got to kind of slither from side to side, and, and the weight of your own body will hold you down, and so you got to, you know, coil yeah, up and, and grab platforms and be careful where your tail is because it can basically pull down the rest of your body. Uh, it's, very, it's very physics-y. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I didn't give it enough time to really get used to it. I said, yeah, it's okay. I don't need to play this game. But I... <laughs> I mean, I, I think if you got used to the controls, I, I think it's it's a very unique yeah. game. I mean, getting used to the controls is kind of part of the novelty too, right? So, right. If you don't enjoy fighting controls, if, if like me and you have no interest in learning how to fly a, a mech with a realistic cockpit, um, <laughs> you Xbox, um, yeah, this game probably isn't for you. <laughs> yeah, because it's a platform, but, w- but it's not really. I mean, it, well, that's I, I think uh, like a Captain Toad comparison is probably fair. Like it's it's a platformer with no jumping. Yeah, so but Captain Toad course, doesn't like he's slow and stuff, right. but he's not unintuitively. Right. But it, it's hard to it's hard to find a comparison point for this game because it is very unlike other things. So that'd be like the closest thing I can think of. Yeah, I, I think I heard like Johnny compare it to like Nobby Nobby Boy or however that game's pronounced. And, <laughs> yeah, um, I mean it's another game where it's like the novelty is in large part like learning how to control this weird thing um, yeah I, I guess the same guy why the um, uh, Katamari Damashi kind of yeah. kind of kind of a similar gimmick yeah um, or if you don't one that's not a gimmick you could go to Shadow of the Colossus which I, I like in spite of the controls but you yeah. should have you played the remake of that no no I haven't it, it fixes a lot of the control stuff okay, it's much, e- much, much easier to play 
yeah, I remember like beating it and then like two years later trying to show someone, yeah, this game's pretty cool. I mean, you just jump in and show you, one. oh crap, I don't remember how to play this game at all. <laughs> oh, and it's, and there's tons of like input lag and it, that game was yeah. very, it was impressive for the time, has not aged perfectly. Hmm. All right, so Snake Pass, it's on Switch. I, I think it's on... It's on everything. Steam. It's on everything. Okay. Yep, yep. So, and it was... I mean, historically, it's been on sale before, so you can probably get it for a good price at this point. Yeah, yeah, it's not... Even even at full price, I think it's like a $20 game, something like that. Yeah, it's, it's not... It's not, it's not too bad. It's not it has a decent amount of content. I mean, just there are lots of levels. Yeah, it's very it's, linear. You know, I don't know how many levels, but it seemed like it had plenty. It's linear, but it, it has lots of like hidden collectibles and stuff. There's lots of replay value to go back to old levels. Um, it's probably of like the indie games that came out in that like first kind of chunk of the the launch window of the Switch. Uh, it's definitely among my favorites. Cool. And that was I'm trying to remember that was it Sumo that made this game? Yeah, I I think so. Yeah. And are those the games, guys that are also making the Sonic Racing game? They did Sonic and Racing Transformed. I don't know if they're doing the new one or not. But okay. yeah, they did the they did the last one. I don't want to give misinformation. I want to look this up right now. <laughs> I know I remember seeing their logo on, on Sonic and All-Stars Racing for sure. Yeah, yeah, this game they... was made by Sumo Digital. Yep. Okay, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, let's go on to the next game, which uh, John also picked, so... Okay, I know his it. way if you don't like the music. I, I <laughs> pick the individual songs, to be fair. Yeah. I'm so glad 
you chose to include this. This is by far the weirdest request I sent you. Oh, I'm all in favor of weird things. you're enjoying your space surf rock yeah it's i like that part way through that song just random animal noises start happening yeah it oh it's the best <laughs> this certainly is an interesting game and an interesting yeah. soundtrack yeah <clears throat> so the question for this game is uh this game is notable for its use of which animation style
there are parts of that song that are like if Splatoon was like five times weirder, that's what it would sound like. Again, the the, the surf rock uh, influence yeah. is, is strong with this one. Yeah. <clears throat> Pretty good stuff. And I don't know if uh, the composer has done other video game music, but he, he's good at what he does. Um, he... I, I'll say, Scott I'll say, that, yes, he can. I, I can say what the game is now, right? That's okay. Yes, yes, we okay, can reveal so the game this, now. This is Armacrog, uh, and it's a spiritual sequel to a game called The Neverhood and Skull Monkeys, uh, which Terry S. Taylor also did the music for those. Okay. So, and they all sound like this. <laughs> That's he does great weird music. I, it's super cool to listen to. Yeah, this game is um, very much a traditional point-and-click adventure game, mm-hmm. which, uh, as you might imagine, does not demo very well at E3. Um, no. I, I had uh, the pleasure of uh, playing the demo of this at uh, for the Wii U version on uh, on the E3 show floor, and yeah, just picking it up cold and uh, not knowing what the hell to do. Yeah, not not the greatest uh, experience this game, especially because you couldn't hear the music on the yeah, show floor, well, which is like. I mean, I think I would have walked away with a much more uh, favorable impression just if I heard the music. This is pretty good music. Yeah, well, the, I mean, I played that same demo that you did, and uh, it was... <laughs> that was a pretty rough demo, to be fair. It oh, was, okay, so stuff was actually broken? I thought I was just... Mad yeah, it was... Oh, I, I broke that. I the, the guys, the developers, who were awesome, and actually just sat and talked to me for a long time afterwards, uh, they had to come over and, like, fix the demo several times while I was mm. playing it. Um, but the the final game is is definitely not for everyone. Uh, it, it is a very specific kind of niche genre. Um, but if you're into those like point and click adventure, maybe like old kind of like Lucas Art style games, um, you should check it out. It is on Wii U. It's also on PC. The Wii U port is not great. It's very the loading times are kind of long. Yeah, I have to think that the PC version is the way to go at this point. Maybe. Yeah, and I mean, a, a toaster could run it on PC. It's not a complicated game. Yeah, and this game features stop-motion animation, which is... Uh, kind yes. of, it's a, I don't know if it's actually technically claymation, but it's stop-motion it, animation. It is. Yeah, it's all it's all clay puppets. I mean, they're on, like, metal armatures, but yeah, it's all clay, which is the same. That's what they did for Neverhood and Skull Monkeys as well, was all clay. Man, that's got to take a long time to do. Yeah, this was a this was a Kickstarter game. Um, just barely made its Kickstarter goal. Um, weirdly, it made its Kickstarter goal as soon as they added uh, Wii U to the list of of systems. Hmm. So, those Nintendo so, fans. Yeah, but those crazy Nintendo guys. Um. Oh yeah, us. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, Armacrog, I, I cannot vouch for this game, but uh, certainly awesome music. So, good job, yeah. Taylor. Or well Terry Taylor. Terry S., whatever you are. All right. Um, John, you do not know this next game, so you're welcome Ooh, to good. play along. Okay. This is a listener request. If I can find the first song. <laughs> Stay with me.
Hmm. Developing theories. Good. Good. <laughs> Well, there go all of my theories. Dang. <laughs> all right. Well, um, here's a hidden question for you. Not going to help you too much, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> the main character travels with a fellow treasure hunter who goes by what name?
At first I was thinking like a farming game. Now I'm starting to think like a Japanese RPG or something. Okay, you want to guess any guesses in the dark? Uh, See how close you are? I, ha- I have no guesses. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. You're, you're on the right track. This is Final Fantasy Fables, Chocobo's Dungeon, requested by Jims. And he, he was trying to mess with people. Um, I, I chose some of the songs he suggested. Um, this is a, a Final Fantasy game, sort of. Uh, the last word in that title is key. Um, it is a mystery dungeon game. Okay. So, um, if you're familiar with the Pokemon mystery dungeon games, this is uh, very similar. Right? All those mystery dungeon yeah. games are so kind of a roguelike, randomly generated uh, dungeons uh, where you know you move around and every step you take allows the enemy to also kind of make a move. And uh, yeah, that, that's uh, that's this game. So yeah. uh, it's using the Final Fantasy. Um, um, franchise, but specifically Chocobo. So Chocobo is the main character. <clears throat> yeah, that little cute bird thingy. Yeah. And uh, I, I guess there's like a little boy that travels with him. This is like his partner for treasure hunting, who of course goes by the name Sid, because this is a Final Fantasy oh, game. you have to get him in there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, it's very cutesy. I, I think it was kind of mediocre um, reviews. I, I think the soundtrack's probably the strongest part of this. It's a uh, basically reprising a whole bunch of different Final Fantasy songs from you know, across the, the franchise up until that point. So um, the first two songs were from Final Fantasy 7 and 8, um, which I never played. And, and you know, if someone's really with Final Fantasy 7, and they, they might have, like, what, what the heck is that doing on, you know? Right. Clearly, uh, clearly my knowledge of Final Fantasy music is is really good. <laughs> yeah, no, I suspect some of these are deeper cuts. I'm not... I think yeah. that second theme is probably fairly well known for Final Fantasy VIII, but like the third one for Final Fantasy VI was like I had to go dig up the, the SNES soundtrack to say, oh, okay, yeah, I guess that's the same song. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so there are definitely some deeper cuts, or or at least ones that you don't like. Mine doesn't immediately jump to when you think of yeah. um, these games. So, so that's kind of cool, right? Because I, I don't really like hearing the, the you know the songs I've already heard ad nauseum. So. That, that's oh, yeah. kind of cool, you know. Um, so I, I don't know why you would go back to the Wii to play this game at this point. I, I think there was a DS Japanese release. I was wait. It, it's a. I thought this, this a was game. a DS. Oh, okay. This I, was, I was primarily this was a, a Wii DS game, game. And, and there was okay. a port for the DS. Okay. Yeah. Did the DS port come out in America? Because I feel like I've seen that before. I don't think so. I think that the DS game was only in Japan. Okay. Um, now there may be a very similar game that you're thinking yeah. of. It wouldn't surprise me if, if there was another one in the series. Um, yeah, there were there were a bunch of weird, like, Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest, like, spin-off games on DS. So, I'm probably yeah. mixing one up for this. Maybe. I mean, this is not a, a Crystal Chronicles game. Um, yeah. This, this is a different spin-off. Yeah. I don't know how many Chocobo games are out there. Apparently, it's its own kind of sub-series. I want to say there was one on PS1? Probably. Maybe. I could uh, be totally wrong, but I feel like I've seen that before, too. Who knows? No. So I, I don't have a lot to say about this game. I, I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't know there is a lot. I mean, they're all, to me, they're di- like all these mystery dungeon games are like the same thing, which makes yeah. it really cheap to make. I will say I was pretty confident this was a Harvest Moon game when that first song was playing. Uh, well, the first song does take place at a ranch. 
Okay, so I was I was on the right course of action yeah. there. Yeah, you know, you you weren't crazy. The it's called Stella's Ranch, and it's a rearrangement of a Final Fantasy VII Farm Boy song. So there you uh, go. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, there are various composers and arrangers. I think Yuzo Takahashi is the primary arranger, but since again, this is pulling from <coughs> a, a large history of Final Fantasy music, there are other contributing composers. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, back to John's world for the next uh, game. Try start with the right song here. Starting off with lots of energy. Oh yeah! If, if you're not uh, feeling energetic after listening to that song, uh, go listen to it again because you need more <laughs> energy. Yeah. 
Much like the last game, this game has a, a nice variety of, of styles to it. Yeah, I'm getting sleepy now. <laughs> well, uh, it's your question. Would you like me to read it, or would you like to read it, John? Um, You know what? If you already have it pulled up, you go ahead and read it. All righty. So, which character required fans to delve into the game's code to find out their gender? Mmm...
think that song was in some trailers, so hopefully if people didn't know it, that helped. Well, that was my hope to help out. Um, golly, <laughs> so tough to pick songs for this game. Just three, I mean. Yeah, whew. it's a huge, This the actual like physical soundtrack is like four discs long or something. Yeah. Um, it's, it's gargantuan. It, yeah, and, and uh, most of it's really good stuff. I mean, some of it's more... Yeah. Um, uh, you know, pensive background kind of, you know, mood setting type stuff, but yeah, uh, it's all pretty good. Um, well, you know, I really thought we were going to pick this game when, when James Jones was on, but uh, what the heck? John, tell us <laughs> what game this is. This is Xenoblade Chronicles 2, or Xenoblade Chronicles, as some people on the internet demand, I say. Mm-hmm. So, whichever uh, yes. one works for you. Uh, good news, I, I own this game. Uh, Bad news, I have not started it yet, in, in spite of it being in my Switch for, like, half a year. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, well, yeah, I just, I can't quite get myself to start such a long game. It is, yeah, it's like a, like, 100 to 150 oh, hours. God. Yeah, and, yeah. well, you, you know, people might remember me complaining about pre-ordering, and I should have just canceled the damn thing. And I should have, because uh, I'm sure I can get it for cheaper now, but, um... Yeah, dang it. Um, I just got so bitten by uh, Xenoblade X. Just didn't like it much at all. Played it 60 hours and decided, you know what, I'm not having fun. So that, that just makes it tough. I know this game is pretty different in its structure. Um, so it, it really... Yeah. Yeah, Xenoblade X is kind of a spin off from the main series. Yeah. It seems like now. Well, it's okay. I mean, I'm, I'm glad we went ahead and used the music from this game because uh, it, it's really a great soundtrack, and it might actually motivate me to <coughs> start playing it. It just, dang, hundred hours. Ah, mm. did That's you, tough. Did you play the original Xenoblade, like on Wii I did. or 3DS? I, I, I did. Okay. Um, I think it was one of the first games I played on my Wii U. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Got a Wii U at launch yeah. and and uh, wound up playing Xenoblade because I hadn't gotten it yet. So yeah, well, it, it probably benefits from that HDMI connection. Probably. Get, I mean, I get what just little boost you can out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I played through the whole thing, but uh, you know that, that was uh, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Well, th- this one does bring back the composers from the first one, so it has All more of them that or vibe some of them. I mean, I, I... at least most of them. The the first one was sort of like, it was like a greatest hits collection of of like JRPG composers. So yeah, I, know I don't this think one Sakuraba's in this chunk. in this one. Is Sakuraba in, in the in the original? I don't remember. I I don't know. That third song kind of thought like is that a Sakuraba song? And I looked yeah. up the no no he's not listed in the list of composers. There's some maybe not. It's okay. Yeah. It's, it's still a really good soundtrack. Um, and uh, you know I don't I don't need every JRPG to to have syncopated notes all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, the X had. X had good music too, but it wasn't anywhere near. This. Yeah, I don't know. I X, didn't really X, like X. X had some songs that kind of floundered, um, but it also yeah. it had some good ones in there too. Well, there is a hint question we need to reveal. So apparently, there's a character oh, yes. whose intentional gender is intentionally uh, ambiguous. So yeah, uh, Rock was a, a blade that you meet. Um, apparently, people were very concerned about Rock's gender. I never knew this until I like went on the internet, and people were data mining the game to find <laughs> out how Rock was classified. In because the- apparently they classify the genders in the in like the characters. 
Okay, um, so there, there's, I like never, a, there's metadata in there that... Yeah, um, I never okay. actually look to see what gender rock is, but you can find out if that bugs you on a deep, deep level. Uh, I, I'd say rock can be whatever gender rock uh, feels like deep down. Mm. I, don't I, don't, I don't care. I haven't even played the a, game. It's so. a bird that is also a sword. It uh, does okay. not matter. <laughs> Very good, then. I'm sorry. John, is there anything else you want to talk about with this game? Because I really can't contribute much. I mean, it... No, I mean, that's it's it's good, and people should play it. That's it, it is, I will say, it is, as someone who does not like JRPGs, this is a game that I put 150 hours into in a month. So, hmm, even if lot. you don't think this is your thing, uh, it's worth giving it a shot. Especially as it continues to get less expensive. Oh yeah, I mean, how do you feel like it compares with the original? I mean, is it so? Is it uh, less expansive in, in some ways? I mean, what? what no, what I think we... it's pretty. I think it's pretty comparable with the original. Um, you're going in the original. You were climbing across, like up and across these two titans. Mm-hmm. This one has a bunch of different titans, so it's definitely more varied as far as the environments go. Um, because of that, it also doesn't quite feel as connected as the original one does. Hmm. Um, but as far as scale goes, it it feels pretty similar. I will say, I was one of the weird people who, who really really liked X. Um, it just it scratched that. Like I I like a good unified open world, um, and X really scratched that itch for me. Um, but this one definitely compares very closely in terms of quality to to the first one. I'm not sure which one I like better. Cool. Well. Certainly, the visuals look better on this one. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the world always looked good in the first one, but the characters were kind of oh, yeah. They they ran out of polygons by the time they got to the characters. Yep, that's like a good even even it. X had some pretty rough looking characters. Um, though I found out recently, I was reading. I think it's in the art book for Xenoblade Chronicles Two that they said that the original Xenoblade uh, didn't have concept art. Like they're they're. Uh, like modelers just started making stuff. That all the, uh, that all makes the art, total sense. Yeah, all the art that you've seen of that game was drawn after they had already built the 3D models of the characters. Um, so I think I think Xenoblade 2 is the first time that they've had like a legit, full-on, like concept art team and like brought in other artists because the some of the characters were actually designed by the person who did the characters for. Uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts, I guess. Mm. So they have kind of a different style to them. But yeah, it's very artistically satisfying. Cool. Well, we got one last game here, uh, and uh, I don't know. We'll see if you get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
Okay. Hmm. It's a little bit different. It is. Trying to identify the system. Blade Chronicles 2. No. <laughs> so here's your uh, hint question. All right. What other game used this episode shares the same composer? Hmm. <laughs> Before the hint question, I was already... I was thinking that this sounded kind of like David Wise. Is it David Wise? This is a David Wise composed game, yes. Okay. And I'm pretty sure... I think it sounds like either Game Boy or Game Boy Color. Um... I'm gonna say... It's something weird like the freaking Conquer game for Game Boy Color. That's my random guess. <laughs> oh, no. This game's probably better than that horrible Conker's Pocket Tales, which I... I don't know if David Wise even game. did that. I, I doubt he did. Um, <laughs> probably this, not. This is a WWF WrestleMania Ooh. Challenge for the NES. Rare made all sorts of random games back in the NES yeah. era. This, this is one of them. This, was a, this might have been like the second Rare wrestling game uh, for NES. I think they made one in 89 and another one in 90. This is a, maybe the second one. This is a WrestleMania Challenge, um, and uh, it doesn't seem like it's a half-bad game for, you know, a game of its era, given that it's a licensed game, and you, you play as a, a wrestler against other wrestlers. There might be, like, a two-player mode as well. Um, got a couple of moves, and the moves are different for each of the characters. I mean, it's, it's wrestling, right? You're just trying to, I guess, right. throw guys out of the ring and keep them out. Um, 
but uh, yeah, it's nothing to like write home about. <laughs> but, uh, it does. It, the music was nice. I liked the music. Yeah, it doesn't loop. It's kind of weird. I think maybe what happens is it, it like maybe switches themes or something oh, between sure. different songs during a match. So um, it's a little bit of an abrupt ending on those songs. And I, I mean, the emulation I'm playing with here to, to make the audio work may be adding to that awkwardness oh, sure. a little bit. Um, yeah, so this is kind of just a weird NES WrestleMania, you know, game by Rare. I doubt it's on Rare Replay because it's the uh, it, WWE. It, it most assuredly WWE is, is not. Yeah, yeah, licensed, but uh, so I don't know if there's going to be a way to, you know, experience the glory that is this. <laughs> if uh, you just, if NES you need game. to experience it, yeah, yeah, it does. But, he did. David Wise did a few. What was that? There was a baseball game on Super Nintendo that he did too, right? I think he did a whole bunch of random stuff for Rare. Yeah, um, back in the there, day. there's some like I remember stumbling across like a random baseball game that I was like, wow, the music in this is actually like really good. And the more I'm listening to, it, I'm like, this is this is David Wise. What's he <laughs> doing in this baseball game? Like, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I, I chose this game in, in part because I wanted to troll people with the whole David Wise thing, but yeah. um, also because uh, I don't know. There, there's been rumors about the N64. Um, you know, many what, what games he put in there, and people talk about the, you know, the N64 wrestling wrestling games, and sure, and I was like, oh, what about other wrestling games are out there? <laughs> and so yeah. I just sort of poked around, like, oh, this one's made by Rare. Oh, it's made by David. Like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll yeah. use it. <laughs> yeah, if nothing else, it probably has good music. Yep. So uh, that is the last game, and uh, I don't know if we explicitly answered the question, but uh, Snake Pass is the other game we use this episode that features David Weiss, uh, in case you don't want to rewind a little bit. Um, I do not know when this episode is going to go up. I, I'm <laughs> skeptical I will have it edited before E3 starts, but uh, what the hell, we'll plug it anyway. Uh, E3's coming up. Uh, we got a, a, a small crew going to LA, or already located in LA in, in my case. Um, and uh, we'll have videos, we'll have uh, live streams hopefully. Uh, if uh, if you're listening to this or it's being posted, uh after E3, uh, still uh, go back, check out the website, NintendoWorldReport.com. There'll be a whole bunch of articles, and I'm sure we'll be putting up stuff after the show. Um, yeah, usually we'll have images and like that we kind of save and, and, and post when we have time uh, after the show so it doesn't get buried in uh, all the news and the like. Um, and I'm sure, you know, John, John will have a whole bunch of videos that you can, you can go back and watch. It's going to be way too much to absorb... Between our site and, and all the other sites take, out there and platforms. Take, so. take a day off just to watch E3 videos. Maybe two days. <laughs> if you can afford it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't don't go broke. So, uh, yeah, uh, check that out, NintendoWorldReport.com. John, uh, anything else you want to plug or highlight as, as the new fearless leader? Uh, join our Discord. You can find a link on uh, on our website. Uh, if you just search for Discord up in the search bar, you'll find it. And you can chat with other like-minded Nintendo fans. It's it's a good place to hang out. Uh, listen to him. I, I couldn't tell the difference between Slack and Discord when I was uh, trying to get into our meeting the other day. So, <laughs> uh, seriously, the interface looks really similar. It does, yeah. I had them both open during that meeting, and I noticed that, trying to keep track of which which thing I was talking into. Yeah. Hashtag confusion. <laughs> All right, with that, uh, good night, everyone, or good morning. Whenever you're listening to this, 
Uh, have a good rest of your day. is copyright 2017 Sumo Digital. Armacrog is copyright 2014-2015 versus Evil Pencil Test Studios. Final Fantasy Fables Tokobo's Dungeon is copyright 2007-2008 Square Enix. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is copyright 2017 Nintendo Monolith Soft. WWF WrestleMania Challenge is copyright 1990 Titans Force LJN.
<laughs> <laughs> Turns <Thanks>. the page. <laughs> <laughs>